Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. Welcome, Casey Patch, to the Brand Lover podcast. I'm so excited to have you as a guest because you are such an inspiration to not only your beautiful community, but also a lot of um, mums in business. So, so yeah, so welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your time. I'm very excited to, to, to like get into everything today. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> so what I'd love you to do, because um, I know that a lot of my um, my audience, like, you know, on Instagram and um, in our communities and stuff, they know who you are because we've worked together before and we're all sort of part of the same circles, but a lot of people won't know who you are. So um, could you please introduce yourself, um, give us, you know, the Casey story and your background and also introduce your gorgeous brand. So I am from Little Lifelong Learners where I help parents of little people to inject more play into their days with their children and I guess it all started years ago when I was a teacher in the classroom and I actually lost my teaching contract when I fell pregnant with our oldest child, Lily. And so I'd left the classroom and I'd sort of started this teaching blog and I'd uploaded a couple of printables to this website called Teachers Pay Teachers. And I was earning maybe $100 or $200 a month here and there. And I said to my husband, Curtis, I think I would like to give this a real go. I feel like I could earn a little bit of extra income here to sort of supplement the family income and... Before I knew it, a couple of kids later, I was able to retire him from his painting job. And now we're both at home full time with our little people. We've got our eldest is at school and our middle son, Elliot, is off to school next year. And then our youngest one, Audrey, is about to start kindy next year. So we have had the pleasure for the last three years of working together at home in our business and really being there for the kids while building this beautiful brand on the side. And it's sort of weaving into our family so beautifully it's like a wonderful balance between work and family and that nice blend that I guess everyone's trying to find the right balance between work and family and it's a tricky one but this year especially we're just starting to get a bit more comfortable with blending the two together and not having them so separate if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely I think that's a real sticking point for a lot of people because you know in traditional society Work yeah. is work and family is family and they're to be separated. Um, right. So what you've done is you've integrated. Yeah. And that's, I love that. It's so refreshing, you know, like it's actually just writing your own story and it's working for you. And it's not just, you know, like your focus is your family and your your business and your brand is actually feeding yeah. It, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's right. fueling, I guess, your your core family values and um and that's yeah, I love that. That's such a refreshing. It sort of got really deep really quickly there. <laughs> um, but I love like thank you so much for sharing that, like that initial story. But it's kind of like, so you decided to give it a go, like you, you know, like um, you know, you started posting a few things on Teachers by Teachers and then 
and then you sort of went oh and then Curtis came home and now he's working in the business and <laughs> I would like to fill in the gaps for yeah. that <laughs> there's a fair bit of hard work that goes on in between that it's yeah. not sort of like you know <laughs> I to do this let's just do this and then you know like and yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so let's sort of explore that because I know that your audience now is mums or parents mm. um, but you started on this platform teachers pay teachers which is yeah. quite well known in the teachers space isn't it like that's yeah. a lot of resources um there and I know that you're you're sort of were you one of the first like were you an early adopter of that platform uh, I think so like it's been around for quite a while and I know my mum started on there before me she is a teacher as well and she had sort of read about this lady this teacher on the website who was making millions of dollars a year from wow. her teaching printables uh, to support her husband um, and my mum was really inspired by that and she had this online store before I even did and she said to me like have you looked on there? It's really cool. There's lots of wonderful resources on there as a teacher. And so I'd started this blog. I've always loved blogging. I had blogs even before <laughs> I had this teacher blog probably eight years ago now. And wow. it was very, it was a seamless sort of transition. It didn't feel really new or overwhelming. It was just a fun way to, I guess, connect with other teachers around the world as a new teacher especially you don't really have a whole lot of support and so I felt like I had this little community of people who were cheering me on as I stumbled mm -hmm. <laughs> through yeah. those first few years in the classroom and so yeah I thought I've got a couple of printables I can just pop on there and I'd make a few dollars here and there and it was like a little bit of extra spending money for my classroom at that stage. Okay that's, all. that's awesome. <laughs> so then so so when you sort of, so you never went back to the classroom after? No, after I lost my contract, I, I had always planned to be at home with our kids. And yeah. I said to Curtis, like from day dot, I want to be a stay-at-home mum. I love teaching and I'll be back in the classroom one day. Or so I said at that stage. <laughs> you said, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's really on the agenda anymore, but that was always <laughs> the plan that I'd stay at home and I'd be there for the kids. Yeah. And I think I am such a teacher at heart that, slowly over time this little hobby sort of evolved into this real business that could sustain our whole family eventually and it, there were so many different stages along the way and times where I would go all in and then times where I totally pull back yeah like when we had our second baby I took along like four or five months away from the business completely and that was like a big milestone in the business and when it sort of shifted from being all about teachers and me really discovering what my passion was and how I love to support parents mm -hmm. in their role at home with their little people. And so really when he was born and I took a step back from what I had planned to do and I just found this whole other area of my business that I just dove fully into and haven't turned back since then. I'd say that was like the turning point for the business. Oh, so that's what I had been wondering, sort of how how that shift occurred from yeah. know, creating resources for teachers to teaching parents yeah. about the benefits of play and how to play, you know, intentionally and set their kids up for independent play. You know, I know all this because we work together, but, yeah. um, you know, like how, so that, so 
by actually taking that that time and stepping yeah. away, you found yeah. the clarity. I love Absolutely. that because so often in business, we don't allow ourselves the opportunity to have that that time. That it's that- like that breathing space. And I think it was forced time off. Like I wanted to really enjoy that newborn stage with him. And so like we'd set up a couple of systems so that it would maintain itself while I was away but having that time away from the whole okay I'm gonna work every Monday when Lily's at family daycare I'd have that one day a week to get a couple of things done and so taking that time to just be with Elliot it really made me realize I'm really passionate about playing with our children and making those memories together and so it really led me down that path of realizing that I didn't have to speak to all these different audiences like I was trying to juggle the teachers, the parents, the homeschoolers. And I was feeling really overwhelmed with my marketing, Mm -hmm. blogging, what products I was going to develop because I was trying to talk to so many people. And it wasn't until I took that time away and just spent time as a family and really reassessed what our goals were as well that I realised, okay, this is the audience that I'm going to focus on. And then when I was ready to step back into the business, I was totally all in really more inspired than ever to get yeah. to it and make it work yeah that's so exciting so you had this sort of epiphany about getting yeah. your audience and I think because that's that's a huge mistake that a lot of business owners make is yeah. that they're trying to appeal to so many people or that um, a wide range of people are are attracted to them for yeah. a reason and want different things for them and so it's that whole sort of I don't know, I see some people sort of going along the path of what does my audience want from me? Yeah. But really you should, you know, if you flip that around, it really should be what do I want to be known for and who do I want to serve? Like who's who's going to help me fulfill my purpose? Um, And that can be really confusing and conflicting, especially because, you know, as entrepreneurs, it's especially heart-led I guess entrepreneurs like we want to help people and it's really hard when you want to please everyone um but you really physically can't it's actually damaging to your brand so so that sort of lit the way for you so was that sort of when you really had a clear vision for what you wanted little lifelong learners to be I think because I'd stepped away from the teaching, like we took paid maternity leave from the government when Elliot was born and there were very clear rules about what you can do, what you can't do. So I Uh, I stopped doing anything relating to teaching and printables and I just started sharing the fun things I was doing with Lily and Elliot at home. And my Instagram account just exploded. Like I think I started with maybe 2,000 followers and then by the time the maternity leave ended, we were up to like 30,000 followers. Wow. Like, yes, people, they <laughs> love this. I love it. Like, why not just jump into it? And I still love helping teachers as well. Like, I still have yeah. tons of customers that are teachers in the classroom. They don't even have kids of their own. That okay. Like, yeah. I can't wait to have children because you're making this look so fun. <laughs> and so, it was, yeah, it was a really natural progression. And I think... Because the pressure was off, it wasn't about income. It wasn't about how much money I could make. It was just about serving that beautiful audience that I'd created and having fun and enjoying that maternity leave with the kids. And it really, like, kick-started it, I think. (laughs) Yes, that's so, so beautiful. And so 
So, you know, this, so I guess that's when you started to think more intentionally about the potential yeah. of, of the brand and, and sort of what, what you could do and what you really, what you even really wanted to do. So when yeah. did the brand work come in? Cause so, you know, like I, I know that you've done brand work because I did it with you, but sort <laughs> of like, cause I know that you did a little bit before we worked together. And I'd just love to yeah. explore that progression and how the clarity came about um, for you and what your journey looked like from the brand point of things. And that, like that real intention, if you don't mind. I think when I had Elliot, that was when I sort of started to see what I was doing as more than just a hobby. And so like we'd get this little bit of income from Teachers Pay Teachers, which would cover like every now and then we'd use them for holidays and things like that. It'd cover the extra things that Curtis's income just would not cover. And so then we sort of spoke about like we could earn a little bit more um, and I could not have to go back to the classroom after the kids go to school like mm -hmm. I could earn enough to replace the teaching wage that was the goal and so I started investing in my own learning as well that was a really big step for me because we always had that extra little bit of play income for all the fun things and so to take that back away and invest it into this business that I was building was a really big kind of scary step, but it made it feel real. And yeah. Curtis has always been totally supportive of that. He always knew that it was something that I could do. He knew that I was goals driven and that if I wanted to do it, then <laughs> I'd probably just do it anyway. So he was always fully behind me in doing that. And so I'd invest in little programs here and there to learn more about the business side of things, because like I had the play ideas down pat. I had what I wanted to teach people down pat, but the marketing was very new to me. Like I think most women who start businesses, we don't have degrees in marketing or business. We're coming into this led by our passions usually. So that was where I started to invest in learning about things like Pinterest and Instagram. And I did a little branding course many, many years ago when I decided to make it a business, but I was still very caught in that whole teaching audience and I was still trying to talk to both of them at that stage so I hadn't really fully stepped into my vision as a whole I was still stumbling through and I think once we had Audrey we had pretty much decided like let's make this happen Curtis took the paid maternity leave from the government so he planned to take two weeks off and that was when Audrey was born um, about three years ago now and mm -hmm we sort of said, let's just test the waters. Let's see if the income is enough to sustain the family because we knew he'd be able to go back to painting or I could go back to teaching. And so we started with the two weeks and then the two weeks crept by and he said, all right, let's make it three months. So he told his boss, I'm going to take a little bit of extra time off because yeah. it is really enjoyable for him as well to be there for the yes. kids. And then stretched it out to the five months and then Amazing. like okay let's just do it and we always knew that we'd be able to make it work like he'd go back to painting I'd go back to teaching and at yeah, the end yeah. of the day as long as we had the roof over our heads that was the most important thing all the other things were just extra and so that was when I did my branding with you as well we were like okay this is a thing let's yeah. go and I knew that I wanted to stand out in my branding because I'd always been a DIYer and yeah I can't even remember how I found you but I remember seeing I think it was on Instagram maybe and I said yep Rachel's the one for me Just, <laughs> I knew right away I wanted to have this beautiful brand that no one else could copy that was yeah. online and 
yeah, that that was really when it all exploded and we started our membership and yeah, the rest is history, I guess. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so much I want to unpack in everything that you do. <laughs> because like even just starting out with like you hit the nail on the head is that when we start a business, like we've got our own skill set and passion and that's why we yeah. start the business. We don't start, right. but then all of a sudden there's all of these so many different things. And especially like, and I'm going to sort of, I guess, point out the elephant in the room I guess I don't know I don't know if this is like (laughs) medically incorrect I don't know but the whole thing about being a wife and a mother and taking income away from the family to invest in a business is scary it really is and it and it sort of it it really does trigger a lot of guilt it did Mm -hmm. for me like it was just like it was kind of like no I can't you know because you're in that motherhood identity mode and you're like well hang on no because you know like it's that whole selfless thing of like you want the kids to have the best of everything and you don't want to take family away not like money away from the income especially because it, it is it's still a risk you know like every investment that you make is a risk but at the same time if you don't invest then you don't see the return so I love that you sort of explored that a little bit. I really wanted to highlight that because I know there's probably going to be people listening who are at that stage right now that you and I have both been at. Um, But to see the rewards and, you know, so so you mentioned that you did, you know, like you invested in a few different things. It wasn't like one big thing. Um, And is that sort of how it worked for you? Like it was just like you started with one small thing and then you added another small thing and... I think that's like something that a lot of people get stuck with as well. There's so much that you want to learn and do. And like, I am still that way. I work with a business coach one-on-one now and she still gets a little bit crazy at me when I buy another course because she's like, finish what you've got, Casey. And I get overwhelmed. Like I see there's so many wonderful things that I want to learn. I'm a learner by heart and I I just love it. I love learning because I, I, I don't like to waste time. Like I know the time that I have, without the kids is very precious work-wise and I need to make the most of that time that I do have and so I don't want to be reading a million blogs and this person says to do Instagram this way and this person says do it this way and there's so much information out there so I would rather spend a couple of hundred dollars on a course and just learn from that one person who knows what they're talking about and try and block out the rest because otherwise I feel like yeah, there's so much information out there and everyone has different opinions about what's the best way to do things. And so for me, I from the beginning, I've always said to Curtis, like, I just want to learn it from one person and do the thing rather than get too distracted along the way, if that makes sense. And yes. so I started with Pinterest because that was a platform that I was already doing pretty well on my own with but I knew there was so much more potential there if I could just learn how to do it properly instead of winging it so (laughs) that's always what I've done is what is the next big rock I guess that I want to focus on yeah work that out and then move on to the next thing as best as I can because let's face it I still get very easily distracted but shiny object (laughs) (laughs) yeah I, yeah, and I think that's so wise to approach it that way and that sort of really honing in on what's important right now, what's going to yeah. have the most impact growth-wise right now. Focus on that. 
And I think that's something really important to highlight too is that I've learned as well is that to, to invest however much dollars it is and yeah. time, and I'm the same, like any time that's away from my family, it's got to mean something. Like it's yeah. got to be important. Mm. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, and it's got to be meaningful and have, you know, have a really good um, reason, I guess, for taking yeah. away from that. Um so I'm totally with you there, but also now I've just totally forgotten my train of thought. Um, <laughs> oh, so the time thing. So actually what you're doing by investing in an expert who actually knows what, like that's their passion and purpose and why they're put on this earth or, you know, created their business, you are actually saving yourself time. That's right, yeah in the long run and you know like if you're anything like Casey and I then and you are a um you know a stay-at-home mom slash entrepreneur because I identify as both (laughs) (laughs) um then you'll understand that and that's you know I think it's really just um I don't know about your experience Casey but for me like to actually just to to take that first scary step of investing and once you do see the return and you see the growth and you see the development, it makes it more comfortable the next time you invest. So it's That's like, right. and I think like once you invest money, even if it's $30, you know how you get targeted with all the mini offers on Facebook all the time. Even if it is just $30, having invested your money and your time into it, you're going to make it work. Yeah. Right? If you're just picking up little bits and pieces from everywhere, you sort of your heart's not really in it completely and you start things and don't finish things and I think once you invest even if it's just that tiny amount of money it sort of switches something in your brain you're like well I don't want to waste that money I just yeah. spent so I better do the work <laughs> absolutely you back yourself it's just you're right it's, it's almost like a mindset thing you're better off yeah. paying for something even if something's on offer for free you're actually better off paying for it because then you're invested and you have got no choice but to spend the time on it do you agree I agree completely. yeah it's so interesting isn't it the way that our brains work like that um okay so I'm so glad we were able to chat about that um, but also then you mentioned the little play club. So you, your main brand is little lifelong learners. That's the mama brand, like mm-hmm. the big overarching brand. And that's sort of where we started. That's where yeah. we worked through your brand strategy and we translated it and we made it distinctive, stood out from your competitors because let's, you know, like, well, I mean, we could talk about that. We could talk about differentiation because like we were having a look, I remember looking at the teachers, pay teachers site yeah. um, for the very first time. I've since worked with a couple of other brands who started there, but yeah. um, everything looks the same. Like yeah. everyone's looking the same. You can't actually tell that everyone's using the same um, fonts. It's very, very hard to stand out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was part of your um, reasoning for the rebrand and working with somebody like me was so that you could actually <clears throat> stand out there as well because you've still got your products there, but also, um, I guess, positioning your brand in a different light to those so that you are perceived um as you know up here rather than you know in the messy and I think it's something I really struggled with as well because I was so used to using these specific fonts yeah all my cover and you probably remember like I was redesigning my cover pages after we did our branding and I was still going back to those fonts that everyone was using yes 
And I remember you saying like, it's okay. You you don't have to use those fonts anymore. This is what we've got for you. And you will stand out by doing that. And I remember being so hesitant and thinking, oh no, I can't possibly stand out like that. But then once I did, even though my brand was already starting to be well-known within that area, it was amazing how quickly it grew after investing in that branding because I was able to fully step into my business and what I was building and that beautiful audience unpacking that with you to work out where I had started and where I was going and even now I still refer back to those notes I had them scanned into the computer to send to you and I even looked at them I think two weeks ago I was doing some copywriting work and I went back and I said oh look I am I'm still in alignment with what we spoke about all those years ago and yeah it was a really wonderful experience to be able to do that and really take that step forwards instead of blending in with everyone and really like announcing I'm here and this is my business and this is what I'm all about yes yes (laughs) I love that (laughs) sort of just planting your feet on the ground yeah knowing what you want to be known for and being confident in the fact that you can deliver what you're promising to people and you do it so beautifully so I don't think, like, how long was it after you you got to that point where Mm -hmm. you had sort of elevated your brand and you were ready and you felt that clarity and that confidence? You're like, let's do this. And then the little play club was born. I don't think it was that much longer after because I think I remember going camping when you delivered my um, suite of goodies and I remember saying to Curtis, like, this is so awful having to go camping and not being able to... (laughs) play with this and so I I remember that Audrey was about four months old so I know that much and then we started the little play club when she was about six months old so it was really very soon after that we started this beautiful membership as well and I sort of DIY'd that initially because I was so worried that it wouldn't be successful but then like we did our first launch and it was incredible I think we welcomed maybe 200 parents into the community straight away and so I said to Curtis, like, I need to get Rachel to do my logo because <laughs> this is not my thing. <laughs> so, yeah, I was so excited for you and I, I loved doing that for you. Like, so, yeah, so then we created, like, a sub-brand yeah. at the Little Play Club. So so that's, and now you've just, like, you've never looked back after that. Would you say that's now your core offering? I think so. I That is the goal is to make it be the core offering. But then at the same time, like having a membership I don't know about you but every time someone leaves I take it to heart and I know I shouldn't because I know it's just part of having a membership and I know financially for a lot of families it's really hard to have those ongoing costs as well so I'm really mindful of that but my heart just breaks a little bit every time and (laughs) it's really hard for me so I I try to focus on the ones that are there and the ones that are staying and the beautiful community that we have and so I'm just over the last few months trying to work out where the Little Play Club is sitting amongst the rest of our business as well, because I do love the freedom of the digital products that we sell in the store as well. And yeah. like being able to go away and enjoy time with the family, that's something we find really hard with the membership is the ongoing nature of it. And yes. like, it's so lovely being in there and seeing the wonderful things that the families are doing together. And like, we're running a challenge at the moment and every day when I go in there like it's just incredible to see what these families are doing with their kids amongst this pandemic that we're living in right now and 
So the little play club is where I spend the most of my time definitely within mm-hmm. the business is creating resources for those families. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a oh, it's always just finding that balance again, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Finding what works. What works for you that's also going to serve your audience that's in right. a possible way. I think that's like such a balancing act. Mm-hmm. Um because we get we can get so caught up in in serving, 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 yep. serving. You've got to be like especially if you're a natural people pleaser. Um, and then then you sort of like forget why you even started your business in the first place I get to be like that too and then I have to pull back a little bit and then and then then I realize that I've I've got like a like a little bit of a backlog and I like pull back sort of like it's that constant juggling act isn't it yeah yeah I mean I I thankfully I think feel like I'm at a point now where I'm, I'm, I'm okay I'm doing yep. like I feel like I'm on top of everything like all yep. of our kids are at school now I think that makes a huge difference but like yep. you like we had all of our girls at home when I first started this iteration of of my business so I can yep. totally relate to that and um yeah so ah, oh, what I would love to know is if there's any like real lessons like that you wish that you could go back and tell like young Casey in like when she first started I think definitely the branding is a big one like Mm. I DIY'd it from the very start and I guess like I was scared of investing any money into this kind of hobby at that stage and I think that's how a lot of women especially start their businesses it's a very hobby thing at the start and I think it's something we do to protect ourselves maybe because we don't want to be a failure and we don't want people to see us as investing our precious family time like we're mothers we should be spending all our time with our children as well and I think you sort of protect yourself in saying this is my hobby Um, you don't even call it a business in the early days and so it becomes really scary to invest in yourself in those early days I think and that would be the big thing for me would be telling myself not to be scared of that and if it's something you really want to do you'll make it work like it'll happen if you've got that drive to make your business work then it will happen and sometimes it'll take a little longer like for me I like to have money generated in the business before I spend now like I don't take money from our family anymore what is in the business account has to cover the business stuff and it's taken a long time to get to that point and Mm -hmm. I think in the early days I was very scared of doing that so that's probably like the big thing for me would be to try not to be so scared to spend that little bit of money to get things off the ground initially because yeah I think as we spoke about earlier it feels so risky in those early days yes yes and we you know you're totally right in that it but when you do invest especially in things like branding especially because what branding is perceived to be like a logo and the pretty things and yeah yeah the end point of the progress of the process sorry but, and to be seen investing in things like that seems a little like superficial almost yeah. like, you know, like I feel like in the early days um, to have professional branding, you know, like you hear that a lot. It's like, um, oh, I'm not ready for that or like I'm yeah. too cool to consider that. Or, but yeah. really it's so interesting. Um, like once you've actually come from it from the other side, how so much clarity, right? Yeah. So much clarity from it. And I think my business was probably 
five years old maybe when I did my branding with you and yeah. what that was three years ago and I'm still finding things now that I'm like oh my god <laughs> why is that still looking that way or why have I said that that way and yeah so it's been this very big process going back as an established brand to update everything and yeah. get it looking how I want it to look to give the impression that I want to give and to say things the way I want to say and it is always evolving like I feel like as your business grows little bits and pieces change yeah, along the absolutely. way but 100%. definitely waiting until the five-year mark I should have done it much earlier <laughs> yeah isn't hindsight like, mm-hmm. amazing but yeah. you're like you know it's so yeah so just coming back to that you know what would you tell your former self I love that you know like because you know it's the whole fear of judgment that's keeping us stuck or keeping us talking about our businesses like they're just a hobby or just um, just doing this while the kids go to sleep or I only I just earned a little bit of like pocket money or whatever Mm -hmm. like that's actually they're they're the things that are keeping you stuck yeah you know what I mean like really and you know it's funny because I don't know just and I'm talking about branding because we're on the brand level podcast and that's what I do from this perspective like just say investing in in that like actually by presenting a professional image you're actually going to like decrease the risk of judgment and people will actually treat you or treat your business as more legitimate and be more respectful do you know what I mean like they won't actually judge you in that way it's sort of like the complete opposite do you know what I mean um so yeah so but I think that that's something that's incredibly relatable and so um for the for let's just say for the woman who's sitting at home she's surrounded by toys and clutter she's got like an idea and a vision in her heart and she's got all those thoughts going on or she's thinking wouldn't it be nice to not have to go back to work or whatever what would you tell her just do it (laughs) do it because I feel like I I see business opportunities everywhere I go now and I think because I am so passionate about my business and supporting these beautiful families when I talk to friends and see them starting businesses as well like it's just so exciting to see all of these women starting businesses especially and not feeling like they've got to just be mum, that they are so much more than just mum. And being a mum is the most wonderful thing in the world. But I know for me, I love having this part of me that is all mine and I don't have to always be the one that does all the housework. Like we are such a great partnership, Curtis and I, that we can pick up the slack for the other person um, on the days that they're doing work or that they're the parent. And like, we often have a parent at the home and someone that's working and we switch between those roles mm. as we need to. And I think, yeah, if if you are someone that feels like you've got this idea that you want to make happen and you're not sure whether it's going to work, like just jump into it and try because yeah. there is so much space for everyone and you will draw in the right people for you, even though, there will be so much competition around you. I'm guessing there's probably not many businesses that haven't already been started, but you have your own unique thing to bring to the world. And it's so worth jumping in and doing that flexibility to be with your family as well, while supporting your family or eventually being the financial support for your family as well. It's pretty, pretty incredible, I think. Yeah. And you, oh, you just, you're so 
I find you so gracious in the whole in that whole thing. You know, like a lot of people, I oh, can. <laughs> watching on YouTube you can just see my dog on there. I'm going to jump into this just like <laughs> anyway um, that's a bit awkward um, yeah so oh now I've forgotten where I was again um, I don't know anyway the whole what I was wanting to say was that um, like you I love that you know you can be a mum a dedicated mum a stay-at-home mum a mum that's always there for your kids that's right and you can follow your career and your passion and create a business that supports the family in that way so that you can show up as a mum in that way like it's it just it flows and it works it's like it doesn't have to be one or the other like no that's exactly right and I think it ebbs and flows as well like when for example, we're doing a launch that requires so much of me at my computer or on my phone constantly. But then the next week it'll be totally flipped and I'm all in with the kids. And I think it took a long time for me to be okay with that as well, because I had this image in my head of the mum that I was going to be and the mum that I am now. And there are parts that are still very much the same and parts that are a little bit different. But just knowing that this business that I've created allows us to both be present with the kids is yeah so very special like and that's something we definitely don't take for granted I know when Curtis first left left his job there was probably a little bit of judgment about that maybe being a dad that was going to be fully at home present with the kids and a lot of jokes about well how are you going to escape now and things like that but really such a beautiful thing for him especially to be there for all the kindy drop-offs and like that's something that he totally owns. He does the lunch boxes in the morning and does the kindy school drop off. And then I'll usually do the pickups and yeah. taking turns like that. But it, it is very special to have that. That's for sure. Yeah. Such a blessing. And I guess one that you've, you've created the space for. Yeah. You know? Like you've, you've sort of allowed that to happen by opening that door and seeing what was, what, what it could be. And, that's right. And now, you know, because you were brave and you, you took that step together, now you're able to, to I guess, reap the benefits of that. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful thing to witness, like, because I've sort of known you, well, since, so I guess we sort of, we sort of knew each other before we yeah. worked together a little bit, like I'd sort of been watching your story a little bit and I found it so inspiring even then. Mm-hmm. And then I got to have the pleasure of working with you and, you know, now you're like a beautiful member of my, my <laughs> membership. And, yeah, anyway, it's, it's, for me it's a privilege to know you and a privilege to have witnessed this incredible journey and I'm very excited to see, you know, what's next, like what how, how you progress further and um yeah I'll be here cheering you on I'm sure oh, thank you many others, uh, uh, will be as well so um so if people don't know you where can they find you they can find me at littlelifelonglearners.com is my website and then you'll find me on Facebook Instagram Pinterest all at littlelifelonglearners as well awesome thank you so much for your time Casey I truly appreciate it thank you for having me okay see ya If you loved listening to this week's episode, pretty, pretty please click subscribe so that you don't miss any future podcasts. Also, if you have just a minute, 
please feel free to leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. I'd so appreciate it and it will help spread this message further. Thanks for being here. I'll catch you next week.